Welcome to Stoked with Megan McPhail, the podcast that helps you get super effing jazzed about your work, life, and bank account. I'm your host, Megan McPhail, a former burnt out emergency veterinarian that quit my hard-earned career to become a seven-figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. Now I'm living a life I absolutely love, full of travel, adventure, and financial abundance, and I am hell-bent on inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to say goodbye to the 9-to-5 grind and start going after some big, bold dreams? Then let's dive into this week's episode. Hey, hey, it's your host, Megan McPhail. And your co-host, Todd Reedy. And today's episode is all about jealousy, envy, and the comparison game. And if you haven't noticed yet a theme of this podcast, it's really kind of taking negatives and turning them into positives, which is what this episode is going to be all about. But first, I just want to say, how cool is it that we are 30 episodes in, that we've done 30 weeks and 30 episodes? That's like seven months, I think. Yeah. Of podcast episodes. That's crazy. Yeah. Good job for keeping us on track and keeping episodes cranking. Yeah. I mean, I just have a lot to say. (laughs) Yeah. So this podcast episode kind of came to me as a light bulb moment when we're flying home from Iceland. And I don't know what like prompted it, but it totally makes sense now that I'm going to talk about it. So I want to talk about jealousy and envy. And actually, I did a little bit of research on it. And I kind of thought of them as the same thing, but they're actually really different. So I just want to touch on that quick because jealousy is really when a person perceives a threat to something that they possess, whether it's an achievement or just like a possession, a relationship, a business. So there's feelings of fear, insecurity, and possessiveness when it comes to jealousy. And it can be directed towards a person, a business, a situation, but there's always like negative thoughts involved. There could be, you know, a feeling of rivalry, a desire to protect what they have. So that's jealousy. Envy, on the other hand, is still negative emotion. It's a feeling of resentment towards someone else's possessions, qualities, or achievements. So it's really rooted in the desire to have what someone else has. And it's often fueled by feelings of inadequacy or a sense of lack. So envy doesn't really involve like a direct threat to what you're already possessing like jealousy does. It's more of like a yearning for what someone else possesses. So I just thought that was interesting. Like I would never really thought about the differences between jealousy and envy like that. But I think it's important to understand how they pop up and how they kind of manifest in our minds. So jealousy is more like a threat to what we already have. And then envy is more of a yearning for what someone else has. Did you know those differences? Am I the only one that didn't know that? (laughs) I don't think I knew this, all the semantics between the two. I feel like envy has like a better connotation Mm -hmm. in my head than jealousy. So sometimes I would catch myself thinking like, oh, I'm jealous of that person or that thing. But But really you're envious? I think envy, so I try to use envy more often as a word that I were to use, but. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause I think it's common to be like, oh, like I say that all the time. I'm jealous. You know, when like one of my coaching students is in Norway right now and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so jealous. I want to be you when I grow up, you know, (laughs) but really I'm envious. I'm not really jealous because she's not a threat to me and what I have. She's who I aspire to be, even though she says I'm who she aspires to be. So we are 
mutually inspirational to each other. But anyway, that's jealousy and envy. I think a lot of us building businesses, especially really personal businesses, can feel these feelings. And we all know the comparison game, right? When you're comparing yourself to other people and what they've accomplished and their success. And often that's from doom scrolling on freaking Instagram. You know, we see people, oh, I'm out doing this. I'm shooting here. I've booked out 2024, all this stuff. So we compare ourselves to them. And that brings in some jealousy, some envy, but also feelings of inadequacy. And we can start doubting our own confidence and goals because we're comparing ourselves to other people. And like, maybe we think that'll never happen for us or must be nice. Like, that's such a phrase that I think a lot of people kind of think maybe consciously or subconsciously like, oh, must be nice to be them, you know. So all these things kind of have negative connotations, right? But I also think that there's a hidden potential to recognizing these feelings because there's a lot of people that I don't envy at all. (laughs) You know, like if somebody buys a big house and they're working like a nine to five job or like 40, 50, 60 hours a week. Like if one of my veterinary colleagues has some like big achievement or something, I don't feel any envy because I don't want that life for myself. Or like if a newborn photographer had a really successful workshop and made like 20 grand and helped all these people learn how to like bundle up babies in little cute swaddly outfits and all that kind of stuff. Like, again, I wouldn't feel any jealousy, envy, anything towards that person because I'm just not a newborn photographer. But I see a photographer riding in a helicopter, shooting an elopement in Alaska, or, you know, Kelsey hanging out, hiking around Norway. I start feeling envy. I start comparing myself to them. So there's a hidden potential there. And it can help you recognize what we really want and dream of and desire in our life by recognizing these thoughts and like, okay, I want to go to Norway. <laughs> you know, So we should probably make that happen because I'm really jelly about that. I don't want to host a newborn workshop. <laughs> I'm not jealous about that at all. I don't want to buy a big house at the expense of working 60 hour weeks for some boss. You know, I don't envy my veterinary colleagues. So it's kind of a compass that can point you towards what you want and away from what you don't want. Have you, well, I mentioned this all to you beforehand, but do you resonate with that, Todd? Yeah. And as you're talking that out, I think the big thing that I've found is you have to do things that you don't like to figure out what you do like. So my example is like when I first switched into this elopement videography world, I would see all these other folks shooting elopements and shooting weddings on the weekends. And like, it was like a constant thing. And so I was like, oh man, I wish I was booked more. And I wish I had, you know, I was doing this every week or was traveling every month or whatever yeah. it may be. And so I tried that. I booked out way too much stuff. And it turns out that's not what I wanted. I didn't want to be traveling 24 seven on the road and being away from Megan and the dogs. Mm-hmm. So figuring that out, like, yeah, my jealousy envy did drive me to like, think that I wanted to pursue something different. But then once I actually did it, then I like switched my tune on the, on the things. So mm-hmm. I think, again, it can be a good motivator, a good compass, but then also you may get there and like have a realization that eh, maybe not. So that, that jealousy or envy was like misfounded. Yeah. And I think a lot of people go through that where 
they see people really booked up or people talking about triple header wedding weekends or whatever other things look like success to you. And so you yearn for that. And then when you get it, it's no good. You know, it's actually like a lot of burnout, a lot of work. And it wasn't as great as you thought. So yeah, so I want everybody to kind of flip the script. And within reason, if you have envy towards somebody and you recognize that in yourself, also remember like what your own personal definition of success is, because I don't want you doing a bunch of stuff to emulate someone else's life when it doesn't align with what you want for your life. You know, if you go back to one of our episodes about success, it's all about lifestyle design, financial stability, and basically like working with who you want, when you want, where you want, that kind of stuff, like having a lot of control over exactly how you want your life to look like. So reframing envy can push us to grow, learn, take action, really go after what we want, because we're recognizing that someone else has what we want. And that it's also possible to get those things. Because if somebody has something, it's not taking away from you to get that thing as well. It's not like if somebody creates a really successful elopement photography business, that there's less business for you. Or if somebody buys a really nice house, that there's less houses for me. You know, like we also have to have an abundance mindset and realize that if we're yearning after these things, that they are possible. And that we don't have to be in this like scarcity, jealous mode where it's a threat to us. It's actually like, wow, like, this is inspiring, like that this is even possible. And I want what this person has for myself in a way that makes sense for me. And them having that thing doesn't mean there's less of it for everyone else. It just means that it's actually possible for all of us to achieve. You use that example often when we chatted as I was starting kind of my new lifestyle in my business of kind of framing other people's success or like what they've built as like, yeah, it's doable. There is a market here. Go get it. Whereas before, maybe I may not have looked at it that way. Kind of more of that jealousy type of, oh, they're getting all the bookings in Colorado. They're doing all the exciting, crazy activities that I want to be filming. So yeah. And, and when you operate from a scarcity mode like that, where other people's success is a threat to you and you're like, you're genuinely jealous instead of just envious and admiring and inspired, then it's really hard to grow a business when you're in scarcity mode because you end up making lots of decisions that just aren't in your best favor. Like you'll take on work that, you know, you don't charge enough for, you give a discount for, you're like, you're going to take on things with couples that are red flags and stuff like that. Like operating from a scarcity mode isn't good. And I think you did that a little bit throughout the past few years where you took on work that looking back probably shouldn't have. <laughs> More times than I care to count. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to think about those, my end. <laughs> so yeah, so harnessing this envy for personal growth, it could be really important because anything that will fuel you and motivate you to take action and work towards clear goals is super important. So this can just help like recognizing these envious feelings that you have can help you visualize exactly what you want to go after and then start taking the steps and having the motivation to go after it. You can also learn from these people that you envy or that if you want your life to look like somebody else's life, learn from them, take them out to coffee, pick their brain, 
sign up for their programs, like whatever you need to do, like hire them as a mentor. But if you want what they have, they can tell you exactly how to get that thing. You know, so that's another reason why we shouldn't have negative feelings towards these people. We should have positive and try to have more people like that in our lives. I mean, you always hear like you are the average of the five people that you you know, spend the most time with. So having somebody in your circle that has achieved the things that you want to achieve is huge. And celebrating their success is also huge, like learning how to take these feelings and actually celebrate other people and celebrate creating a community and celebrate other people's wins. Like that's really powerful. And the more you can, you know, shift these negative emotions into positive things where you are cheering other people on and happy for them, like the better off you're going to be in the long term. Because, I mean, we've done stuff about manifestation and the power of positive thinking and how like the people who think positively often achieve things that the people who think negatively or are kind of like, thinking that they're lacking or they're doubting themselves or they're in a scarcity mindset. Like it's really hard to be successful if you're thinking negatively, if you're jealous, if you're threatened, if you're in scarcity mode, if you're in lack mode, like if you just think the world's against you or something like that, it's just hard to get ahead if that's the case. So anytime that you can take a negative and turn it into a positive over and over and over again, it rewires your brain. And you'll just get so much farther in life thinking positively and celebrating and going after big goals and appreciating other people and their successes instead of hating on them a little bit. So how important do you think it is to switch your negative thoughts to positive thoughts as a business owner? Oh, it's like life changing. Mm-hmm. Related to your business or just like in, if you're not a business owner, mm-hmm. I mean, how important is that? It's huge. Yeah. I mean, I remember back when I was a vet and I was angry and anybody could approach me and I'd give them a shitty attitude and, you know, life was just like bad luck over and over and over again and things just sucked. And then now I feel like my brain just switches every negative thought into positive now. And it's really awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, <laughs> it's just a nice world, way to live. Yeah. And the world is the same whether you think it's great or bad. Yeah. So, might as well think it's good and feel happy and better about everything. Mm-hmm. I agree. But it's an easy trap to fall in because it's just like human nature is to kind of think of and like get fixated on the negative part for whatever reason that is. But it is a conscious effort to like, think of the good and the positive parts of of life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, a lot of us end up doom scrolling on Instagram, right? And we see, we get FOMO, we see everybody else doing all these things. And we can feel discouraged, we can feel frustrated, we can get down on ourselves. But ultimately, that doesn't serve us in any way. Like that's not going to build your business, these feelings, right? So ultimately, I want everybody to practice taking those negative thoughts, flipping the script and turning them into positive and being able to celebrate others, being able to recognize what these feelings are, whether it's jealousy or 
envy or just the comparison game and the self-doubt and all that kind of stuff, like recognize it. And then also using that to fuel your fire and inspire you to take action because the negative emotions will keep you stuck and it won't allow you to move forward in your business because you won't, you can't take action in a bad mood, essentially. <laughs> like you can't take action if you think the world's against you and life sucks and business sucks and everyone else has all this stuff and it's never going to work for you. Like you're not going to put in the work. And really, that's what all this reframing is about is so that you are motivated to take action and do the actions. And then through those actions, you will see your success. And that's really the main point of all of this. And I'm also kind of using my envy just as like, okay, I mean, I just get, keep getting back to Kelsey because her stories about Norway are so cool. So I'm like, I'm going to put freaking Norway on our on the map for next year. We're going. What Sweet. do you think? Love it. <laughs> Or I see like people, you know, relaxing by a pool or something. I want that for myself. Eating a good meal. I want that for myself. I'm using it as my compass to like point me in the right direction of, you know, what I want my life to look like. Because sometimes we get caught up in just our own minds and it kind of snaps us out of it. And it can be a good thing if we are going to scroll on Instagram anyway. <laughs> Might as well put it to good use. Yeah. I think another part that we need to talk about with the comparison game that's nothing new, but our take on it is you're only seeing the best of the best, right? I mean, oh, yes. social media is very curated. We're all at fault putting the best pictures and the best activities. Like we're not showing ourselves doing the minutiae of life, like doing the dishes or like arguing with your spouse. Like mm -hmm. all of that stuff occurs more often we think than other people, but because we see so much positivity and we become jealous and or envious of others, it's like very easy to forget people have struggles too. Yeah. As a coach, I know that firsthand because people will come to me all the time and from the outside, their business looks pretty good and looks like they're loving life, but then they confide in me all kinds of struggles. So we are all, we're all going through all kinds of things. And I should also mention a little bit about like toxic positivity <laughs> and this idea that like we're never allowed to feel negative emotions. I know I'm constantly trying to, to switch to positivity and I'm always trying to help my students switch to positivity, but you can't just not acknowledge some of these negative feelings completely, like acknowledge them, let them out, vent, feel them. You don't want to wallow in them is really what it comes down to. Don't like wallow in your jealousy because you're never going to get anywhere if you're doing that. But if you're feeling jealousy, like verbalize it, get it out there, feel the feelings, but then flip the script. It's not that you can't ever feel anything negative. Like I definitely, definitely have days where I want to burn my business to the ground and hide in a corner and like <laughs> never do any of this again and it and it passes or I have struggles and I vent every little crazy thought I have to Todd, even if it seems ridiculous because those things need to be let out or else it kind of like turns into a pressure cooker. <laughs> and I think we've used kind of the exercise of like, yeah, all right, Megan, you can have your little pity party, struggle, cry, bitch and moan today, but tomorrow you got to get over it. Mm -hmm. And like, find a solution. And we've done that kind of both ways. Cause yeah, sometimes you do want to just sit in your own little pity party and 
struggle, but yeah, <laughs> just doing it for too long yeah. is not productive. So totally. yeah, I think kind of setting that time frame is kind of good because then you know you have the time and space to work through it and uh, wallow, but then mm-hmm. you could do that forever. So having yeah. a time frame to be like, all right, tomorrow I'm picking my myself up, pulling up the bootstraps and <laughs> moving on. Yeah. And it's also nice, we're kind of on tangents now, but it's nice when you know I'm in that venting mode and I'm like, I'm just going to say whatever's on my mind. And you just listen and you're not like, get over it or whatever. Like, don't be so ridiculous or you're a crybaby or like whatever a partner could say to somebody, just like shut up and move on. You actually like listen and validate my feelings and stuff and i'm sure if i kept going with it you'd probably even be like megan okay now you have to get over it but that first 24 hours you let me say all the ridiculous stuff and you listen and that's just really nice to have that out of somebody and i think i'm that person for a lot of my students because a lot of people don't know what we go through as entrepreneurs and stuff and they don't really have that person to vent to about some of this ridiculous shit we think (laughs) so it's just nice it's nice to have that person well thanks so much for listening to this episode and hopefully it kind of helps you reframe some of those feelings of envy and jealousy and comparing yourself to others and we will see you next week Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Stoked with Megan McPhail. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. If you're looking for more inspiring content, check us out on Instagram at Stoked with Megan McPhail. And to learn more about my business coaching and how I can personally help you quit your nine to five, visit my website at meganmcphail.com. I hope this leaves you feeling stoked. See you next week.